Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. And I'm just going to tell you guys to get a comfortable chair and relax because this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> so here it goes. This was the hardest book to summarize and analyze so far because there is so, so much more that I can say on, on this book. It is. There's a lot that I can say. Anyway, as a woman, I know that I do not have the authority to preach over men, nor do I intend to do so. I am simply just giving my summary and reflections of the book of Leviticus. I recommend reading all the Bible plans on Leviticus on the YouVersion app. I recommend watching the Bible Project and reading the GodQuestions.org summary on this book as well. I am going to study this book more in depth later on. It is one of my favorite books of the Old Testament so far. It really describes how holy and amazing God is and what needs to be done in order to be right with God. I found out that holiness is mentioned in Leviticus more than any book of the Bible. I love how it expresses the importance on being set apart and for striving to be holy for God. I love how it addressed the way to deal with sins and how to worship God. I need to let God in every part of my life. I love how in chapters 1-7 it describes instructions for offerings. Then in Leviticus 8-10 it provides instructions to the priests. In chapters 11-15 it gives instructions to God's people and what to do with clean and unclean things. I love how in chapter 16, it it provides instructions for the altar and the day of atonement once a year. How the high priest sacrifices to God for the sins of the entire nation of Israel. I love how in chapters 17 to 27, it describes how to live a holy life for God. And chapter 23 to 25 describe the festivities, I keep pronouncing that word wrong, sorry, celebration, Sabbath year, and the year of Jubilee, or day of Jubilee, sorry. Leviticus 1-3 goes over different types of offerings that is needed, and they are the following. The burnt offering, grain offering, and fellowship offering. The offerings are summarized nicely in the Bible reading plans in the Version app and other supplemental materials. I have learned that I need to follow all of God's instructions in order to be accepted. I have to have reference and respect to honor and please God. I need to be genuine and sincere in my love for God and to please God. I need to follow what God wants me to do in order to have a relationship with God and to be in His presence. I love how God wants the best and how God wants us to live for Him. I love how in Leviticus 4, um, it discusses what to do with unintentional sins. Once those unintentional sins are brought up, they must be dealt with. I really love verses 27 and 28. I'll let you be that Berean and I'll let you research that yourself. I love how in chapter 5, it talks about not speaking up when injustice is being done. Once someone realizes their sin, it must be dealt with. Guilt offerings are also introduced in chapter 5. Guilt offerings was used when someone unintentionally sins and when someone violates another person's financial items. I love how it is crucial to reconcile with God, the person harmed, and God's people. It is not enough to say, I won't do it again. 
The people had to pay the financial money and extra to show their guilt and remorse for the sin. Leviticus addressed the things that became a gap between people and their relationship with God. I cannot just pray for a connection with God, but I have to confess and repent it in order to have that fellowship with God. I cannot cannot take God's grace or mercy for granted. It makes me really appreciate what Jesus did for me on the cross because these offerings show me in detail how messy, sacrificial, important, and hard these offerings are. And that atonement is needed in order to have a relationship with God. Yes, God loves me and I am his child. But if I want to have a genuine and honest and mature relationship with God, my sins need to be atoned for. And seeing my sins for what they are, a separation from God, it is not good. That is why Leviticus describes what I can do in order to have a genuine relationship with God. I learned that God wants a relationship with me, but I must respect God and come in holiness. I must confess my sins and repent so that I can have a genuine relationship with God. God loves me, has grace and mercy, but cannot condone sin. I know that since I strive to love God, I must live and keep God's word. The sin offering was also described in chapter 6. God's presence is something to be treasured. I cannot do whatever I want to do and have a relationship with God. I must also, I must have absolute surrender and devotion to God. I love the guilt offering because it expresses how sin causes guilt and how that sin can affect others. I must do right by God and others as well. I love how the priests are given rules or eaten and how some of the sacrifices were meals for the priests and how that food is holy. I am lucky that God made me holy by having Jesus die on the cross for my sins. I am anything that is good only because of Jesus Christ. I love when it's mentioned about keeping the fire on. It reminds me of not desiring to quench the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.19 N-A-D-A-B and A-B-I-H-U offer a strange fire to God and they were killed with God's fire in chapter 10. It is sobering to see that I have to follow God's instructions to the T and respect God. I love how God describes what is clean and unclean in chapters 11 and 12. God provides specific instructions on what to do. I love how detailed God is and how much work is needed to be right with God. It makes me really appreciate the cross and appreciate what God has done in my life. God talks about what to do with the sins of leprosy and what to do with people who are cleansed from lepers in chapters 13 and 14. I was a bit squeamish when it described about the discharges and issues in chapter 15. <laughs> I love the description of the two goats in chapter 16. One was sacrifice and the second goat was a scapegoat. I think of myself as a scapegoat and how Jesus was the one who was sacrificed. And how I deserve to be the goat that des- that was sacrificed. Really makes me think about what Jesus has done f- for me and takes it seriously. And makes me want to please him and really brings a sober picture on what Jesus had to go through for me. Blood cannot be eaten in chapter 17. I love how it described the different character traits and rules that needed to be followed in chapters 19 and 20. Some of them are the following, to be honest, love others, avoid idolatry and false worship, and have compassion on others. I love how it shows the different rules for the priests and the expectation for holiness and being set apart. 
I really love chapter 26. It describes the rewards of being obedient and the punishment for being disobedient. I want to read this whenever I'm struggling to do things God's way because I want to do things my way. It really gives a great illustration as to why it's crucial to want to be holy for God and to be set apart. The offerings and sacrifices were a great motivator to see how holy God is and how it's simply unacceptable to be living in sin rather than struggling in sin. I really think that chapter 26 gives another beneficial reason to follow God. I absolutely love how Jesus is reflected in, in this book as well. I love the title of the NIV version of chapter 12 of Leviticus. Quotation, redeeming what is the Lord's, end quote. I cannot be with God. I cannot be right with God on my own. The Israelites couldn't be right with God on their own. They needed a priest to do the offerings for them, and they needed to bring the animals and different offerings in order to be right with God. I learned when people decide to do things their way, God does not accept it, and or you would die. It really showed me how sovereign and detail-ordering God is. I noticed that reading Leviticus brought some really strong worldly sorrow for me. It really did. I felt dirty and not good enough to be with God. I want to have godly sorrow that brings repentance, 2 Corinthians seven ten, so that I can have fellowship with God. I want to appreciate all God, all Jesus has done for me so that I will not have... Yes, so I will not have to do all the offerings and all the things that the people had to do in Leviticus. I most importantly do not want anything else in the world because God is what life is really all about. I know God loves me. Continuously, continuously, God has been making opportunities for me to have a relationship with Him. But God wants me to respect His boundaries and to flee from sin and to repent so I can have fellowship with Him. And I want to do just that. I love God in everything um, and everything that God has been teaching me. Why would I choose the world and sin and forsake the best relationship in the world? I don't see anything in this world that can appeal to me more than God. God did all this for me so I could have a relationship with Him, and I throw it away for some meaningless garbage of this world. I really believe reading the book of Ecclesiastes at the Leviticus is a great summarization of what life needs to be about and what must be done in order to have true fellowship with God. God loves me more than anything and everything, and I see that in my life. I will end this with the following verse, Leviticus 19.2. Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. End quote. Thank you so much for leaving um, Transformation's podcast, and I hope you have a great day. And I just want to say as P.S., like, yes, I was really, really anxious about um, leaving this summary because there's so many wonderful things about Leviticus. You know, um, the story about Jesus is mentioned in this book, and it's just... You know, it talks about God's holiness, and I wanted to take this really, really seriously, and it was just really great. And as I mentioned before, I recommend really being that Bible scholar and librarian and just reading the different summaries and just really diving into this book because it's just such an incredible book, and it really transformed how I think of my relationship with God and that how I can't just do whatever I want to do. I can't just say well god loves me so i want to do whatever i want to do like no like my life is god and 
you know, and I need to fight for him. I need to do what God wants me to do. And there were quite a few decisions I had to make this year that put God first. And it hurt. It really, really hurt. Um, But at the end of the day, I know that God is faithful and God has been showing me that even though it hurts, it is the best thing for for, for me to do, to put him first. Um, And it really, really helped my relationship with God. You know, I haven't been this close to God in a really long time. And it's because I had to put him first way over me and way over my desires you know, and I'm just being really honest with you guys. It's been, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, but, you know, God has been holding me each and every day. And he's telling me to just hold on to him and to never give up. And I just know that God is going to be faithful. That God is faithful and that God is holding on to me. He's telling me that he loves me. He's telling me to just keep on fighting for him. And, um... I need to be content with what God has in front of me. But it's just been really, really difficult. So I'm just even asking people for their prayers and just saying to you all that I actually do pray for people. And I and I and I actually do um wanna live for God and I wanna love God and I wanna honor God and put God first and just see that, you know, yes, even though things has been really hard for me, God has been really, really faithful and He and He really blesses people who love Him. And they are beautiful things in life, you know. Um I just have to hold on to God. You know, so thank you so much for listening to Transform Aisha's podcast. And I hope you have a great day. And thank you so much for listening to the end. Because again, I know this was a long episode. So thank you so much for listening. And have a blessed day. Bye for now.